I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. And you're listening to Two Average Girls. All right, we're back. We're back with another Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday from Two Average Girls. Is it really Happy Tuesday? I don't know. You seem a little frazzled. (laughs) What is the giveaway? My hair that looks like... Your hair's on fire. My hair's you're not, running through the house. My screaming. hair looks like Medusa. It's no. like I I brushed it one time. I don't know. I don't even have time to even care about my hair. You don't look frazzled. I that, I'm going to take that back because you don't look frazzled. In fact, you have a beautiful manicure. Well, I got my nails done. You know, the world has opened up, which I think is part of the problem. Is it's a problem? It's part of the problem because I got used to living life during COVID, yeah. which my business continued to work. So don't get me wrong. And actually during COVID, I had the professional side of my my business, which is I'm I was a part of I'm part of an association where I was president of that association. And we're gonna get into what we do when we're not potting. Is that this a word? is my entire life. I don't know what you're talking about. Potting. Potting. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. But not when we're not doing the pod, right. I'm actually earning money somewhere. Um and I was long story short there was a lot going on during covid that had to do with my professional side as well as my business side because we were deemed essential Mm -hmm. but the one thing that wasn't happening was all the extras which were you know there was no social events going on Mm -hmm. so my son who was supposed to get married last year didn't get married Mm -hmm. he got married but he got married in a 20 something person no grandparents just let's just get married nobody no friends not you know just the basics right um and they're having their wedding this year now so there was no wedding going on we weren't going out for dinner with friends there was no plays to go to you know the social events we didn't take vacations no it was all closed everything was closed so it was i don't want to say it was nice because i don't want to go back to that but now that things have opened up here in California, and we were like the last people to open anything up, but it was like June 15th, okay, all bets are off, time to get going. And it's like everybody was like making up for that year and a half of seclusion and nothing going on. And now everybody wants to everything to happen. And on top of it, the supply chain for everything is gone. And so... The reason I'm looking a little frazzled is because I feel like all of a sudden I got back to my life as I know it from before, and it's starting to catch up with me. I think we have been so consumed for the past year and a half, and rightfully so, about the effect that COVID, the the effect that the shutdown that COVID has provided, um, how that's affected our lives and everything around it. I don't think a lot of people myself especially considered what coming out of covid was going to be like and it's uh i want to say very very stressful almost more stressful than going into covid i'm feeling a little out of balance as well you know that my last week consisted of doing volunteer work at church for the youth conference we you and i did a little a little workshop workshop for that and it just you know we we love doing that kind of stuff and we want to give our time to those kind of great causes but it's just one more thing right right and along with that is everything going on with the old wedding planning and it's coming down to oh my goodness it's in 22 days and so now we're just trying to make it work so i tell you this i'm talking about this today because 
I have always been, I have a few things that I say over and over again to my family and friends and life's about relationships and make sure you keep yourself balanced. Meaning I feel like most of the time when I feel like I'm feeling right now, I have to like check myself and say, am I balanced? Meaning what? What my, do, what do my, you want to balance? I, I always ask myself, mind, body, and spirit. So is something not being fed? It's not about being fed. It's I think for me, it's really prioritizing and finding a way of saying what is important. What do I say yes to? How do I keep myself where I need to be so that I'm not feeling like this? I mean, I'm starting to have a hard time sleeping at night. Yeah, that's that's unacceptable. Right, because you get so caught up. And yeah. and part of my problem, and I think it, a lot of women feel this way, even men, there's so many things that you feel obligated to do and do it well. And you worry about being able to just get it done the way that you, you, you have the expectations of doing it. And you know others have that of you as well. If you could cut one thing out of your life right now that would make your life easier, what would it be? I don't know. Because they all are equally weighted in their importance. Well, I feel like some of it is literally because COVID has now opened things up, like the wedding. That it's not, I mean, I'm not even doing the wedding, but the, my portion of the wedding is just with this backyard. If I could cut out anything, I'd have my backyard done, mm-hmm. right? So, right. And, and most of the stuff that I need to get done or that is stressing me out is out of my control. Oh, yes. And that's part of probably my frazzled feelings Mm -hmm. is that I don't have control over it but I think that it goes to say that for everything I think when you really look at most of the times when we're feeling overwhelmed or we're feeling like I just can't do enough or I'm I'm so I'm running on this treadmill and I can't even get off you feel like you're on that hamster trail and that little (laughs) hamster wheel yeah you're on that wheel and you're like oh if I get off I'm gonna be flung across the room (laughs) and I'm gonna splat against the wall because I and and some days I feel like well that's okay Right. Then I could at least take a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I I don't know. Do you have a problem balancing yourself? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's I think it's just the continuous struggle of just being a human, especially just being a woman. I don't mean to make this about um, it's not a sexist thing, but women have there's a lot of choices out there that we're choosing to do. Men are pretty you go to work. Work is your job. Some men probably, I mean, we're, 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 our experience has been our husbands go to work, they take care of that part. Yeah. But what about people who work too? Like I work as well and you worked as well. I, I worked all the whole time we were raising our son. And not to say that my husband's only gig was I'm, I go to work, bye. And, you know, he comes home and I'm there with his slippers and a drink. That's not, that's not you how weren't? it went. Sorry, that's another podcast, but no, I wasn't. Um, because he had, he, he, he was little league practice coach. Right. And he was, you know, doing the Boy Scouts. And he was doing all this other stuff, the extracurricular stuff that, you know, your, your kid requires. And it's not, I think it's hard for men to balance too. Your husband, same thing. Your husband loves golf. Your husband loves to ride Harley Davidson motorcycle, my husband too. Well, doesn't he get an opportunity to do what he enjoys? It can't all be about work. Right. They have to find balance too. Absolutely. So I yes. think men are be- better at balancing than women. No, I, I don't at all. Oh, see, I no. do. I think 
Because for example, if I have something to do and I know that I've got to do it, I won't go golfing. I'll stay home and do it. I won't put it off to do it later okay. because it will, it will, I won't enjoy myself when I'm there. But okay. that's a mistake on my part, I feel like. I feel like part of that is that you have to let it go. Like you have to say, okay, so you didn't order your trash can that needs to come. And I'm saying this because I've been trying to get a trash can <laughs> and the supply chain is so bad here in California. Maybe it's all over the world. I don't know. But they can't give me a new trash can. Yeah. And, and the trash can you have is unacceptable at this It's moment. really disgusting. Yeah. It smells like, you know, bad fish and <sighs> it's got no... top to it and I've been trying to get it for a month and so you know like just let it go right but I I I don't I don't know how to do that my husband can also fall asleep at night every night it doesn't matter how much stress he's under he just like his head hits the pillow and he's gone oh my gosh he out I hate that about men I mean it's true I know I don't know what it is it's really really hard so I, I I try to I try to figure that out but I think now wait I want to address though something with men and prioritizing I think the default for men is to go to work that's their priority everything else pales if other stuff doesn't get done it's too bad because I was at work kind of thing right women aren't wired that way women are wired to say yes I'm at work and I'm doing the work but I also have to do these 10 other things that are just as important as work I think that's why women have have a hard time um I'm speaking in my own experience. I can't speak across the board for all women. I have a hard time working and balancing it all. I think we were being do we a product need, of do the... Do we need to have it all? The, well, being a product of the 80s, I was sold a bill of goods that you can have it all. No, you can't. Just I came in just at the end of sort of that women's lib is what they called it in the 70s. Right. And, you know, you had Gloria Steinem and, and Marlo Thomas. And, they, and <laughs> love them. That's great. I mean, what they did advanced what we have been able to do as women. I'm not putting that down. I'm just saying for my purposes, I was sold a bill of goods that I could have it all i could have a happy husband beautiful children who never wore dirty clothes and a full-time job i i can't I, that is not for me i can't have it all no i, I can't c- do them all well i don't think i think the reality is you can't have it all with that perspective you can have a little bit of everything mm-hmm. but you can't something has to give yeah, and it does and it usually does it yeah. might be your marriage it might be the relationship you have with your own children. It might be your sanity. It might be your sanity. Yeah. You know, it might be your happiness. Yes. So you have to just find that balance. So, you know, I was reading, um, just trying to figure out what it, what can I do to balance myself better? And as a working mom, i am got older children. I'm not in the thick of it any longer. Mm-hmm. But when I was, it was really, really difficult. And I usually ended up feeling bad about who I was in the end mm-hmm. because I didn't do things well i mean you can't have it all you think you can but you can't and so then you you feel guilty right so i i was reading this article um it's called very well family and it is the contributor of this was barbara servoni and she's got a lot of initials behind her name she's got an ms an rd a cdcefg i don't know what she has wow she's a really smart person yes but i i kept this and i liked it because she goes through it and she says, is there really balance as a working mom? 
And let me just say this. I don't think that this has anything to do with women who actually leave their home to go to a job only. I think it has to do with women who are stay-at-home moms, because that's a job in Mm -hmm. itself. Mm -hmm. And usually stay-at-home moms are volunteering. They're doing all the extras that make that part of their work. And so I've always worked, I've always had to be part of a business that was um, pretty demanding. My husband picked up most of the slack really when the kids were younger so that I could be at home and, and be there when the kids got home from school. But the one of the things that she said that I think is really, really important was she said, define your balance. So when I think of what is balanced for me, wouldn't necessarily be what's balanced for you. Correct. So it might mean that there are, maybe your balance is that you're going to work full time and your husband's going to kind of pick up the slack because you guys have talked about it and you figured it out. Right. There's stay-at-home dads now, which I love. I do too. I mean, that is like, I know a couple and both of the people that I know are just love them because they're awesome guys. Yeah. And what I love most about it is that they don't care that that's not conventional. No, and it takes a very specific marriage and a very specific man to be able to handle that and not feel as though he's been, I don't know, castrated. I don't know, lack of a better word. Well, I think that in society, if you were a stay-at-home dad, you had something wrong with you maybe, or maybe you weren't like what you you did, weren't motivated or I don't know you that was oh, the default lazy. yeah no, or he, he has it. to stay home because his wife's the breadwinner it was almost like a negative yeah which it shouldn't be no. if if you have a wife that can earn more money than you and you can stay at home and be that person for your kids mm-hmm. what a better example than th- what else could you ask for it's better than it's keeping great. him with a stranger at a babysitter or sure. a daycare sure I, I mean, mean to me it would be we had a we had a family in Little League, actually, who the dad was a stay-at-home dad. The mom was a very successful lawyer here in Orange County. I mean, like, she was big-timing it. Very, um, I won't go into detail about the kind of law that she practiced, but she's, like, quite well-known. Anyway, the husband was a stay-at-home dad. He, too, was a lawyer, just wasn't practicing. They had three kids, and he came to Little League practice one day with the youngest who wasn't walking. So he was under a year old. And he came with that kid in a backpack, <laughs> in the, you know, the hiking backpack. Yeah. And he was out there shagging balls with the, with the Little League boys with that baby in a backpack. That kid fell asleep back there. And it was like, it, it was just, it was kind of inspirational. I was like, Dads are ingenious, right? Absolutely. They don't huddle wear the grandkids in the front pack one Mm -hmm. of those baby bjorns and he'll be cleaning out the garage right right? like he don't care he doesn't leave the kid at home to take a nap if they can sleep in the backpack then good you're good to go that's right do it so defining your balance might mean that you are a part-time mom and you give up something because you can't work full-time right or you just find out what that balance is but you have to acknowledge that you need it that's a hard thing to do, especially when you're sort of not necessarily fresh out of college, but fresh in the world of, oh, I have a kids. new mom. Yeah, I have kids and I've had this job that I love or I've got an opportunity to take a job that I love. Now what do I do? Exactly. So it's intentional. Again, we talked about this on other podcasts, but being intentional about what you're doing. I mean, if you want to if you want to keep your sanity and you want to maintain who you are as a person, you have to be intentional about the direction you want to go in. I don't 
think anyone tells you that though. That's the problem is that people don't say, hey, listen, here's some bumps in the road that you're gonna come across and that's okay. Maybe think about it beforehand. I think let's pull put a little wrench in this this whole situation. Okay. COVID. Yeah. These poor moms yeah. who had to work in their home yeah. with their husbands working in the home, with their kids working in the home. Mm-hmm. So now you have this skewed what do we do how do we do it i mean the balance there is gone Mm -hmm. so they have to regain that balance and i i I literally thought to myself today when i wanted to scream a couple times because i felt overwhelmed a couple times in one day a couple times you are frazzled i'm frazzled (laughs) Uh, i thought to myself at least i don't have small children right now yeah let's go back to just like your run-of-the-mill every day i go to work and then i come home and both parents are working you got to figure out how do you carve out that quality time i think it got easier for me when i had a schedule and i knew i'm done with work at seven o'clock right so that's it and i had the kind of job that i just left it Okay, so let me, that's the next point here, which uh-huh. was separate work and home. Some people can't do that. My husband's job is a 24-7, 365 days a year job. We can't go on vacation without him taking Mine business either. calls. Yes, you. the small business owner, oh, the joy of the small business. It's, again, they're selling you a bill of goods. It's great. There's so many things that are great about it, but there's also the yeah. other side that you go, oh, I hadn't expected that. Some people cannot cannot handle it and you shouldn't if you're not cut out for that you know like me i i mean i'm a supporter of owning our own business because my husband does all the heavy lifting but um i had the kind of job that when i was done i was done i went i just went home and that's there's there's some relief in that you know right so what it's talking about though is some people don't have the luxury of saying setting boundaries mm-hmm. when i was doing all of the, th- the things i was doing for the association there was a lot of demands on me and it was it was like having another job at the time and i did set a boundary of i'm not taking calls after five o'clock okay explain to people what the association is the association is the southern california contractors association and you were the president i was the for president two years no for for a year officially for a year Oh, okay, okay. Officially for a year. Got yeah. you, got you. Yes. So you have separate home and work and find the definition for what it is that, you know, is balance in your life. What does it mean to be balanced? For me, I need mind, body, and spirit. I need those three areas to be pretty balanced in themselves. I need to work out for my mind. I need to be reading books. I need to be you know, educating myself on a little something. I mean, I'm not reading a physics book or anything. I mean, I'm talking about. I saw the chemistry book. I out know, front. guilty. <laughs> I'm not looking to be, you know, smarter than a fourth grader. I'm just <laughs> really trying to just put my mind somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, spirit. I am, am a very religious, faithful person. So, reading scriptures, making sure that I'm watching things on television or doing something that's feeding that part of my soul. Mm-hmm. Volunteering at church, going to church. Mm-hmm. Now we finally get to go back to church. Yeah. Hallelujah, right? Right, right? So, all of those things, mind, body, spirit, you just have to get it in sync somewhere. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, you know, 50% here, 25% here, 25% there. Maybe it's 90% in one section for a little while. And that's fine. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it has to be a conscious effort to always kind of come back to a, a simple, easy 
50, 50, 50, you know, you just got to figure it out so mm-hmm. that you're not completely off kilter. Mm-hmm. We have talked about this. When COVID shut down, one of the hardest parts for me was no church. Mm-hmm. I mean, at first it was great because you're just like, oh, well, you think it, you always think it's great. That for, I mean, when stuff like that happens where it's absolutely mandatory that you cannot do this thing that's required of you Nobody every else day. is doing it. So we're all doing the nothing. We all get to stay home. That was great. But the other part was we couldn't work out. No. I mean... At first, again, I was like, well, good, because I really wasn't working out to begin with. Well, now I have an excuse that I don't have to. I'm going to teach myself how to make sourdough bread. Now, some people were totally working out. Like, I know people that lost a ton of weight. I do, too. And I'm absolutely aggravated by it. Piss me off. No, just stop. Seriously, I was like, I ate my way through COVID-19. I'm not. To a beautiful (laughs) COVID-19 <laughs> situation <Boutet>. literally <laughs> literally could not get my clothes on because i was just like well this is kind of depressing well nobody else is doing it well i have an excuse yeah. and i totally bought into it mm-hmm. so anyway the next thing is you got to schedule time for everything okay are you a scheduler i'm a list maker I'm a list maker. I will have my list of things that I need to get done. And I apparently am one of those people that gets great joy out of crossing things off my list. I think most people are. Some people don't, I don't like to, they're, they're just like, no, I've got it all in my head kind of thing. Like my husband's not a list maker. He has in his head the stuff that he sort of has to accomplish. I like to physically write down the list she's hold she's holding up a giant book it could be a book of scripture it's so big it's not it's called the full focus planner hashtag full focus planner michael hyatt (laughs) he's got a whole system Mm -hmm. and that's the next part you've got to disconnect to reconnect how do you do that when you got three kids that are involved in cheerleading lacrosse and soccer and you you're obligated to volunteer at are you the high school are you I mean, let's talk about this. What's your definition of balance? I guess you're not. I mean, I now that I'm, I'm really having a moment to like actually think <laughs> about this right now because I, I, I okay, I'm Go putting, ahead. I'm Go putting on. it out there because we all feel like we have to do these things. Why do we do it? Because we want our kids to know that we are supporting them. We want the community to know what, that we're with them. We want the teachers to like our kids, so we're volunteering for everything that they need. We want the we want to keep an eye on the school, so we're at the school a lot. We want everyone to be successful, and nobody can do it as good as I can. So I better be the the classroom mom, right? If I'm not the room mom, who's going to do it? Oh, that lady. Ugh, have you tasted her brownies? Oh man, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> we are at a place where we have this idea that we have to do it all, or the fall it's going to fall apart without us. So we have separate work from home. Try to find a balance there by putting your phones down, figuring it out, making a list and prioritizing your time. Mm-hmm. But really, my and it doesn't talk about this in this article. It talks about how you can prioritize your time so you can do as much as possible. I'm almost saying prioritize your time so you can say, what can I do without here? Right. And I, you know what? I have to go back to what I said about you have to volunteer you have to you have to be a presence at the school you absolutely do not i know no you absolutely don't you can you can bring your brownies to the bake sale and that's all you don't have to set up the bake sale but if you buy your brownies you can do that too exactly absolutely you don't have to spend all night long Mm -mm. baking those brownies get over there to albertson's and buy those brownies man so i'm not even kidding yeah i have this big sigh i feel like sighing because i feel like it's this this 
the weight of being everything to everybody is something that a lot of people feel. Yeah. Whether you're a man or woman. Mm-hmm. Our society has made us, a lot of our society has made us, or have we made ourselves? Right. Well, it comes partially with the helicopter parenting. We weren't going to parent our children the same way we were parented, which was just feral running <laughs> running amok on the streets until My mom it was never dinner stepped time. into our school for any reason, I, unless I got in trouble. Right. It wasn't a thing. There was no, no. It wasn't a th- There were really no moms. Not, not just, not your mom. Mm-mm, it just, right. there just wasn't moms. So it's kind of been a culture change, which is, I think, good in the end, but at what cost? Exactly. To the individual. So the next thing that kind of resonated with me is disconnect to reconnect. Disconnect what? Are you talking phones, technology, Basically, all of that? yeah. Okay. Because we are a society of instant gratification, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of our, the the things that we value now come on from our phone. I mean, have, have you forgotten your phone somewhere? Have uh, you lost your phone? I forgot it the other day at the at the hair salon. Oh, and I, I ran back in. No, you panic. And mm-hmm. and what's really terrible about that is that we have all the people in our lives program to know that if they text us or they call us and we don't answer, what do they do? Call you again. <laughs> Just keep calling. And even when they leave you a message, you're like, um, I'm trying to get a hold of you and you didn't answer. Yeah, why didn't you not answer just immediately? I, I have a phone understand. call from... I don't even know who this guy is. He's going to come install something. He said, I've been trying to get a hold of you and you're not answering. You're not returning my phone calls. He called me this morning. I haven't called him back yet. And he's called me twice today. Everybody settled the frick down. (laughs) I can't with you. You know what I mean? So, but the disconnecting to reconnect, I talked about it at the beginning that I was looking at my phone and I said, I wasn't going to answer my phone after five o'clock or you're going to set a boundary or at the dinner table, we're not going to bring our phones to the table. I literally, when I go out to dinner with my husband now, I try to not look at my phone Mm -hmm. because I don't want him to think that what's on my phone is more important than spending time with him. Well, that's nice. It it is hard sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Not because I don't like being with him, but it makes for awkward conversation if you are not connected to that person or Mm -hmm. they're looking at their phone and you're just sitting there. Have you ever been out to dinner with someone? I'm thinking of someone very specific that I've been to dinner with in sort of a couples type of situation. And the woman has her phone out and is constantly trying to get you to look at something on her phone. And I'm just like, we're here talking. I don't know yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't have I don't have that person in my life, but yeah. I can imagine You know what you know mm-hmm. the person I'm talking about just in general, like just in I'm not gonna name names. She's trying to get me to name names. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna mouth it. Sounds like <laughs> <laughs> But there it, it is one of those things where you're like, Why are we here? If all you're trying to do is get me to look at some stupid thing on your phone, I don't care. Well, I think it goes a little bit bigger as an adult, I think, especially with kids. If you can't disconnect from your phone, how are you going to expect your kids to? No, you can't. I mean, you a lot of can't. a lot of parents have just given up, right? They, I mean, we talked about this on the pod that we talked about having Sunday dinner. Yeah. But if you go to a restaurant, look at all the people on their phones. Right. And I, I mean, I understand the escape of it. I also understand the importance of it to keep me up to date on things. Uh, not social media, but like calendaring and all the stuff. It's it's an essential part of your life. Absolutely. The calendaring, again, it, I'm saying that the intentionality and in everything that we're looking at in, when we're talking about this is 
if we don't start doing this, I feel like we're going to, our society is just going to lose their minds. I think a lot of people already have lost their minds. I also, looking at my son and his friends and my niece and their friends, they're, they're all the same age. They're like 22. They have been very intentional, as you said, about, I'm not on social media. There's a few people like that, very rare. Yeah, but it's something that they've like identified the fact that this is n- no longer a positive in my life. This is actually something negative that's happening in my life. And I have to disconnect myself from it because it's no longer working. Right. Again, I think as a, ch- as, as a parent of children, it might be hard for you to implement that yeah. after it's already been... Yeah, cat's out of the bag. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't put it back in. You can. I think you can. I think yeah. you have to try. Right. It, because, you, But you have to start with yourself. Well, and you have to give good reason. Example, you, are, you set the example and you have to give good reason as to why we can shut this off. Here's why. There has to be I, a point to it. We go to church and I can't believe how many people are on their phones during sacrament meeting. Mm-hmm. And we have scriptures on our phones, so it's hard to tell. But yes. I see people on Facebook. Oh, yeah. And I see teenagers scrolling through that during that time. And I'm thinking, you're going to have to, at some point, we're going to have to take a stand here and say there's certain places and times, like at dinner time, we're not going to bring our phone out. Right. I'm not going to let you go to bed with your phone. Right. I mean, it's hard. No, I. but you just have to Get an alarm clock. The old-fashioned way. (laughs) Hey, Google, wake me up at 6.15 and you have your Alexa or something, but you don't have your phone mm-hmm. because the temptation to be on it to answer emails and to do all of that is so hard so it's like disconnect to reconnect there's a, a saying that we do at work that you have to slow down to speed up mm, i like it and it, it comes from a concept from boys in the boat and we're going to talk about that on a podcast because that's one of my favorite books ever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we're using it at work as a metaphor but it's the same kind of idea Get back to the basics. Yeah. Like, just simplify your life a little bit. And that comes to the next uh, next thing that is a point on this in this article, which is find a shortcut and simplify. Such as? What Such are we shortcutting? As, okay, so as a mom, don't you feel like it's your responsibility to do it all? For example, my house needs to be cleaned. I got to clean my house. I'm going to stay up till 11 o'clock at night cleaning my house because everyone's finally asleep and it's a disaster. Okay. Or I got to rush to Costco. I only have... 46 minutes to get there and get out. <laughs> I'm just trying to think back and when I had a child at home, what I would have, what I would have cut out. I think it, I hate to say this, I think it probably would have been volunteer work. Yeah, I, I, I mean, would, seriously. The times that I probably stressed myself out the most, and, and I, I looked at women coming up that were not in our generation. They're now the, you know, 40-year-olds, the 30 eight to 45 year olds somewhere around that generation under 50 those women came up in a time when social media was always something they knew or it was just being brought in they bought into it they follow influencers they are doing a little bit they're they're doing it all and i always ask myself and they're not just doing it they're knocking it out of the park i mean they're being the super moms but the cape is going to have to come off at some point because you're not going to be able to get out of bed. You're not going to mentally, and, and I, I already see it with some people that I know, their kids are struggling mm-hmm. because the kids can't live up to that expectation either. 
Can I just tell you how annoyed I am at influencers right now? <laughs> I'm sorry. This is, I don't mean to get off topic and it's not, but here's what I've seen. I've seen these influencers who have a perfect veneer in every way. Like life looks perfect. My husband is so perfect. I've got these beautiful children and I get them all to their practices and, and oh, look at little Johnny. He's so good at, bleh, you know, whatever it is. The thing that makes me mad about those influencers is that they their audience is a group of women who believe that that's how life not only can be but actually should be. Right. This is what I should be able to attain. I've got a I've got my own company that I started and I've got all these, you know, kids and we've got this beautiful home that was designed by another influencer and decorated by this influencer and I'm like and the clothes I'm wearing are a million dollars yeah. and I can afford them well because they got given to you by the company because you're an influencer because it's an ad i and first of all real life that's not real life second of all you can't all aspire to be influencers that and i think that's why i see a lot of young women who are maybe early to mid-20s who are like oh well i can live that influencer life and i'm like why would you want to because it is a veneer and I'm, I'm, I sound mean, like I'm just like the old grandma who's just like, I hate everybody. But that's not it at all. I know the reality of what it looks like on social media and what it is in reality. And it is, they're two very different worlds. Most of the people who are buying into that, they also know what the reality is. They don't want to admit it because if they admit it, then they have to acknowledge what they're less than that influencer is, right? Like they have to say, I'm not as good as that person. Which to that me, person isn't as good as that person. Exactly. That's you know? the point. That's the point. They bought into the fact that this person, they want to aspire to be that. I mean, why do all these people, most of the things that we're talking about are not eternal perspective things. They are stuff. Yeah. They're the way you look. Right. They're the clothes you're wearing, the house you're living in, Which the are cars really, you're driving in. Those are really great things. They're good things, but they're not good if that's all that matters. Yeah, no, and it's not, not good if you can't put it down and stop watching it, especially to spend time with your spouse or yourself. Right. And that gets into the next thing. Here we are. What about self care? Let's get back to the COVID nineteen and where we all started. I'm finally working out again, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm getting up at like five thirty in the morning, no. so I can fit it in. No, because I have to be at six o'clock Pilates because that's the time I can fit it in. It sounds I'm, like you needed to start dropping some things from your schedule. I will in July. Physician, heal July. thyself. Yes, I know. Do as I say, not as I do. Oh, right, right. But I, that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about it here was because I don't think I'm very different than a lot of women and men that just are trying to do as the best they can. Right. And I definitely have a type A personality and I'm a perfection. I, I, I have refrained from calling myself a perfectionist. I call, I don't, I'm not pursuing perfection mm -mm. i'm pursuing excellence yeah. but even that has got a I, listen just calm down she's very very motivated by excellence i can tell you it's it's a it's a full-time thing it's, i know it's your personality it is yeah. i have to let it go i mean not all the time and i'm not saying i'm just gonna you know stop showering and the house is gonna go to hell and everything's gonna i'm not gonna speak to anybody anymore and screw you if you need something from me we've talked about all of these things yeah. but it really comes down to prioritizing who you are and what you need in your life right you need to take a walk every day. Yeah. You need to do some kind of form of exercise, mind, body, and spirit. We're back to the body. Yeah. 
sunshine. Seriously, sit out in the sun for 20 minutes. Go outside and take a walk with your earbuds on and listen to the TAG podcast yes, that comes out every Tuesday. Every week. I mean, listen, you just got to take care of yourself. Right. Because if you can take care of yourself, it's like going on that airplane, right? Where mm-hmm. they say, before you put your oxygen on your kids, make sure you put it on yourself. Right. You cannot take care of those around you if you can't if take you can't care breathe. of yourself. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. So it's not... I'm t- I'm saying this because I'm I need to remind myself. This is like I'm I'm doing this podcast to say Denise, slow down to speed up. Right. Disconnect to reconnect. Start taking care of yourself mentally, emotionally, physically so that you can be the person you want to be to the people around you that matter. Mm-hmm. And so um the last part of this was something that I thought was good which was be kind to other people. Mhm. Meaning, give people the benefit of the doubt. There's a lot of women out there who are struggling because they feel like, and men, they feel like they can't be enough. Right. Or they're being judged by the mommy group on social media. No. You know, they're getting mom shamed or they're Mm -hmm. getting, you know, whatever it is, people are downing them. Yeah. In this society now, how about we all just say, stop it. Yeah. We're all good enough. You are good enough. Let's just be kind to everybody and, and, and give them a pass. Their life doesn't have to look like your life. Sure the be. way they mother and parent doesn't have to be the way you mother and parent. No. The way they eat, where they go to the bathroom. If they choose to go to the boys' bathroom because they feel like going into the boys' bathroom, give them a pass. They I'll might have that. had a bad day. They might have had a bad Help a sister out and maybe follow her into that boys' bathroom. And pull her out before just... she sits down on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so my takeaway gift is... For the day is mind, body, and spirit. Figure out what the balance in your life looks like and be intentional about making it happen. I like it. I know. I, I, like ne- it. I need to practice what I preach. Well, it's one of these, this is one of those podcasts where you had to talk about it because you had to learn a little something. This was Denise learning from Denise, really. I'm, I'm taking a big. Take breath. a big sigh. Yeah. I'm not going to sigh. I'm just going to take a cleansing yeah. Okay, breath. cleansing it's breath. It's different. That's a, it is different. <laughs> it is different. Appreciate all of that knowledge, though. And it's being a, real. No, it's a lot. This, it's this a is, lot to think about, and I think a lot of us are all dealing with the same thing, even if you're not redoing your backyard. <laughs> the backyard is going to be awesome. It, it just, it, it doesn't matter if it's your backyard or if your kid's sick. Yeah. Or if your car broke down. And it doesn't matter. There's always something. Mm-hmm. But if you stay in that mindset of, I'm balanced, I'm going to be balanced, that's my goal. It, you know when you're not, you feel yeah, it. Right. Yeah. You feel it. So Very good. All right. This has been Two Average Girls. I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys next time. Two average girls